the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, our, our show is all about saving money, building up wealth, and understanding the world today. Our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. It, it, it starts off with, with your 401k plan. You want to Put away as much money or qualify your 403B, your 457, different types of plan. Put away as much as you can in that. Uh, the rules say, ten, uh, the, the, the studies say 10% plus a 3% company match gets you where you need to be. Uh, and if you're over the age of 50, then it's important to try to, say, put away a little more money if you're behind schedule. When you're in your 50s, you tend to, you're, you're your peak earning years and you can afford to put a little away money. That Now's the time to sock away money as you ramp in toward retirement. Uh, and keep in mind, when you put that money away in these programs, you're getting a tax deduction, which means at the end of the year, you're going to get some of that money back. It grows tax-free in the accounts. You don't touch it. And then you retire then you take the money out and you're taxed at that point in time. So you get the power of tax-free compounding, which is a huge deal. And this is how this is how people become. This is the easiest easiest way and the most sure thing way for people to become a millionaire is this type of program. And so, so, so take advantage of these programs. If, if things are tight at a minimum, take advantage of the company match. But, but, but this this is the way that people can. This is the most surefire way to, to build up wealth. This is why we always talk about it at the beginning of this show. We don't. Well, we don't actually get max out savings advisors. Uh, we're, we're investment managers. We really don't manage 401k plans. We manage when people retire their rollovers, their old IRAs, a trust, uh, different types of funds, inheritances they have. We manage those, but but this is so important for you to understand that that, that, that first you've got to build up the wealth in order to get there, and, and so we always talk about that. We've got a lot to talk about in this show uh, today. We're, we're going to be going over uh, a couple of things with uh, Roth IRAs. We're going to be talking about, look, what's going on in the world today. We, we've got a very different take of the world than a lot of people do out there. Uh, we, 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 the, the, actually, the title of the show today is really going to be kind of the, 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 a storm is coming. Uh, it is, we're going to be discussing that uh, in so many areas. And uh, 
so we I just want to get get into it. It, 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 it. As I said, it's the storm is coming. So, so why why are we saying that? Well, we 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 look at we're looking at the markets, and we've been doing this for for over twenty five years. Well, over twenty five years, uh, it, it, it's been pretty comfortable around crisis. I mean, it's really that that we we, we we try to stay on top of it. We use we I think we do an extremely good job of catching it. Be the the COVID when everyone else would say there's nothing to see here. We're like, no, this is very serious. I was going to call supply chain issues, the Russia war. Uh, you know, within a week or two, we said, look, this, this is really going to drive up commodity prices. We laid out the, case, the different commodities it was going to cost. And then we also talked about it's going to lead to a, 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 a bifurcated financial system. Uh, but back in 08, in 07, we were saying, look, we're going to see an investment bank fail. We, we analyzed the balance sheet. We wrote about this in the Max Out Savings Report ahead of time. And, and so we really... Well, they do an extremely good job of catching these 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 things, and and, and I, I think we're ha- headed for 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 more trouble in here. And and one of the more interesting things about the world today is the government and the and the Federal Reserve they're watching the stock markets, and they don't want it to go down, and much more than they used to. They don't really care if it went up or down, but now they're, they're so focused on. On it, that, that, that it makes it a little more challenging uh, because they're, they're gonna, if, if it's an obvious what's going to happen, they're going to try to block it somehow. But eventually, the, you know, eventually the truth is going to come out. Eventually, the, the policies are going to win out. It, it, and when you have a, 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 a set of policies today with with massive government spending, uh, wartime economy, uh, inflation, all of these things, you can overcover only cover up things for so long. And, and we're going to discuss this. And it, 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 it really, what we're looking at is, is a couple things. We we believe that that, that fundamentally uh, that this investment environment is is, a, is completely misunderstood. When looking out, we we believe we're in a wartime economy, and, and I, I think this is. Been the case for, for since the Russia war in particular started, the U.S. went all in on this to try to take out Vladimir Putin and, and, and defeat the Russians. Um, you know, they figured they could do it through, through, through the uh, through the Ukrainians wouldn't be any problem. Uh, you know, we'll just give them all types of weapons and ammunition and everything else. We don't have to use any of our soldiers. We'll give them the intelligence. They can use our satellite system, everything, and, and we can help direct the war, and, and, and it's going to be great. And, and it didn't go quite as planned. And, 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 and what we said at the time is, is we said when they confiscated the Russians, the Russians uh, – Reserves at the Federal Reserve, I think it's over half a trillion dollars worth. Uh, you know, we we said this was, and then they 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 kicked them off the SWIFT system and sanctioned all over the place. We said, look, this was a massive, massive foreign policy mistake. It's going to lead to the bifurcation of the financial system, which has given China a huge edge in the United States. Because what what the minute they did that, remember, in every type of warfare. You have an offensive and a defense. So, so, so when you go on the offense, the other countries have got to get, have a defense. When, 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 uh, when the U.S. got uh, nuclear weapons, the Russians and the Chinese scrambled to get them. Well, well, once in wartime, if you're going to be completely cut off from the, the financial system, cut off from the dollar, your assets are going to be confiscated. Every major country in the world had 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 to have an alternative to the dollar, and here comes the Chinese. It was it was a foolish policy decision, but the, but that's kind of a, a we talked about this at the time, and here we are today with the BRICS, 
uh, coming out with their own, wanting to come up with their own currencies. Uh, this is going to be long-term consequences. So we got the, the Russia war, okay? So we got a wartime economy. We get the Russia war, but we actually have three different wars. We have the Russia-Ukraine war, which we're actively fighting in. We have the, 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 the China war with, with Taiwan. When is China going to invade Taiwan? Likely possibly sooner than later, we believe. Uh, it, it, and we're scrambling to, to reshore our manufacturing to the United States or elsewhere. We're, we're putting sanctions on the Chinese. The Chinese are sanctioning us back. They, they, they're, they're, everybody's scrambling to do it. We're, we're, we're mass, we have massive amounts of defense spending. Because remember, we gave a, a lot of our munitions, our armaments to the Ukrainians. We pulled down all our supplies. So we've got to rebuild them for a possible with China very quickly. That requires spending. We give $100, $200 billion to the, to, to the Ukrainians. That requires spending. Rearming of the United States, that requires spending. Giving Taiwan munitions, that requires spending. So we're fighting two wars, basically. We're ramping up for two wars. Okay, so you get two wars. That's a pretty big deal, but we're actually fighting three wars. Okay, the, the third one is the climate war. And if you listen to Biden, the Biden administration, they were going to declare a climate emergency. They decided not to do it. it, it, it Instead, they basically put through a, uh, a, uh, the, the, the Inflation Reduction Act, which had nothing to do whatsoever with inflation reduction, but it was simply, uh, it, was, it was made an $800 billion uh, climate bill that, that put, put, put huge amounts of uh, $393 billion in spending, $367 billion in loans. It, it, so to, to fight the climate change, you know, the, the, we're all going to die if we don't get eliminate CO2. CO2 is the most toxic gas on planet Earth and is going to kill us all or some crazy thing. You know, I, 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 it's, I, you know, I'm not even going to discuss the, but the rationale for it, but it's so ridiculous. But, but understand that's three wars, China, Russia, Ukraine, climate. Okay, and so what, what we've done is is our spending as percentage of GDP has skyrocketed. And it, 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 it was, keeping when we had COVID too, which we had to get through COVID, you know, the federal budget deficit uh, basically uh, hit close to 20% in 2020. Okay, Out, that's a record outside of war. Uh, you know, we have any, the only comparison is at World War II. It, it, and so, it, to be fair, we're in a panic. Uh, we obviously overreacted to it, shut down the economy. The U.S. actually spent more percentage of GDP than any other country, I think, except one. No one else spent what we did. But then the problem was is they kept spending money. So, so keep in mind, we had the, the Inflation Reduction Act. We had the CHIPS Act. We had the, we had the Infrastructure we had the Infrastructure Act uh, as well, and all of these things, so we kept spending money. Typically, after you have, have a, an emergency situation like the COVID, you know, you have a bunch of spending, it comes in, it ramps in, and then you pull it back down. But, but Biden just put the pedal to the metal and said, we're just going to keep spending money. And, and so... Uh, just this year, that the budget deficit is closing in. It during one recent quarter was seven to eight percent of GDP. Our budget deficits going forward are going to be five to actually going to be over six percent, according to the Congressional Budget Office, most likely for, as far as the eye can see. So massive, massive amounts of spending in, in this in this wartime effort. And so what we're dealing with is is we're, we're dealing with inflation. 
it wars inevitably cause inflation. And so that's what this is why inflation peaked at 9.2%. It's come down some. It's still close to 4 or 5%, depending on what, what indicators you're looking at. It, it's not going down. And that, that is affecting asset prices. That's affecting interest rates. Our interest rates have gone uh, on the 10-year from about 0.05 up to about uh, 4.3%. Uh, so, so, so what we're looking at is uh, is higher interest rates as well. Now, keep in mind, what did I just say? I said we were spending trillions of dollars worth of funds as well. So, so looking out in the world is, if you look at this, our debt has gone from twenty four trillion to thirty one trillion dollars. This is a twenty nine percent increase in about three years, which is extraordinary. It, it, it's all of this is having effect on asset prices, on our borrowing, our borrowing costs are going up. Uh, uh, Three years ago, the the Fed funds rate, which is a short-term rate uh, on money, was close to zero. Right now, it's about five and a quarter, 5.35%. This is a massive move in interest rates up. So, So all this spending is starting to push up interest rates. It's, all the spending is causing inflation. Inflation is forcing people to put up interest rates. But in addition, the spending is getting so large and so out of control, it's now starting to crowd out other parts of the economy because the Fed needs to borrow so much money. And, and so what, this is a different world out there today. Now, if you look at stock prices, everything is good. I mean, it's like happy days are here again. And, and the thing is going to be is, look, hey, as soon as as soon as we get, you know, uh, uh, the hiring starts dropping a little at all, uh, the wages are going to start plunging, inflation's going down, interest rates are going back down, and this market is going to the moon. Now, look, there's a possibility this market goes to the moon. There's a real good possibility, but honestly. You don't want to be there because you can go ask the Germans in the 1920s how that went for them. It was called the hyperinflation. And so what we're doing is is we're fast running into a situation where the government has no limits on spending whatsoever. They have high inflation, and, 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 and they're, they're crowding out the markets. This is going to lead to a much, much tougher environment for stocks and bonds. And this is going to come quickly. This is the storm is coming out there. You know, the insanity of the Biden administration where we have a senile president. Uh, you know, I said earlier, look, just remember that commercial. Hillary, I think it was Hillary Clinton. Uh, when that 3 a.m. call comes, who do you want answering the phone? We have a president that is clearly mentally compromised is about the nicest way to say it. And I think it's materially beyond that. You know, they were talking about we. They had the generals were ready to take away the nuclear codes from from Trump. Should he act? You have a president that's losing that is losing his mind before everybody on planet Earth is looking at this, and they all understand it. And this guy has the nuclear codes. And, and by the way, the Russia Ukraine war. We believe there will be a nuclear weapon used before it ends. Uh, we believe because th- th- no one's going to back down on this thing, and eventually someone's going to get boxed in and. Some, most likely a tactical nuke is what, what we've been thinking this for the first two months of the war will be used as a warning sign. At that point in time, we hope it doesn't escalate. But when you've got a president like this, that there becomes real problems and real concerns. 
and everyone else in the world is looking at this, and this is this is going to become a concern, and this is not going to be good for the investment markets. Tell you what, let's take a quick break and be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Finally, one radio station is consistently conservative. This is that station, AM 1070, The Answer. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and retirement. Just give us a call at 713-339-1070. If you've got a question, uh, we'd be happy to try to answer them. Uh, the, uh, so we're just talking about what, what, what we're saying is, is this is a wartime economy. We've got three wars. We have the Ukraine-Russia war. We have China with, with, with the uh, Taiwan, and we have 
the, the climate war. And the government's trying to fight, the United States government, the Biden administration is trying to fight three wars at the same time with massive record spending. Our deficits have gone uh, are going up there uh, recently have been seven eight uh, percent for, for a quarter that was just one quarter uh, but they've been about six percent which is very high uh, looking out over time it, 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 it's, it's a big difference and 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 the spending is just really pretty much out of control and so the question is is what what do we go from here uh, you know in the past we've had deficit of you know three four percent and then it went up to even up to you know a tiny surplus and went down again. But this this is just, uh, it's another level. And what we think is going to happen is, is, is that people around the rest of the world are concerned about what's happening in the United States. They see a country with no borders, millions of illegal aliens flooding across the country, drugs pouring in. We, our, our research suggests 70,000 additional Americans are dying every year from fentanyl. To put that in perspective, it was about 53, 54,000. Some people say 58,000 people died during the whole Vietnam, the soldiers died in the whole Vietnam War. So we're losing as many, we're losing as many people basically in the world today in wars it's 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 the ukrainians and the russians and then we're number three in wars with the drug war losing people uh you know it, it's truly extraordinary but they just they don't care i mean their policy is open borders and if seventy thousand people die yeah, the biden administration does not care i think one of the things that's amazed me is why people don't care more i mean people have lost sons daughters uh, grandkids friends husbands wives if people it, it, there's why there's not a more bigger uproar about this border situation that are killing so many americans it, it, it and so and then they see outlaw crime is spiraling out of control in the United States. In the United States, it, you can walk into Home Depot and steal whatever you want. If they catch you, they're going to ask you to put it back. Nothing happens to you. Well, that's a recipe for disaster. It starts to looking like the United States is you know, at, at, the, at the latter day uh, of, of the Roman Empire is coming to collapse. And so, you know, the Japanese are selling our bonds. The, the Saudi Arabians are sell, Saudis are selling our bonds. The Chinese are selling all our Treasury bonds. And so. So that's putting additional because because we understand we're not the only one that look at this and you turn on the news or Fox News particularly say oh my God they, 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 things are are collapsing in the United States people in the rest of the world are looking at do they're thinking the same thing they always looked up to the United States even our enemies looked up to us and now they see a country in a state of collapse a senile president it, 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 and so that's putting additional upward pressure on interest rates now. The short-term rates at five and a quarter percent, five point three five. Now, this is an opportunity because right now you can get five percent in money market funds. You can get five percent in two-year treasuries. You can get over five percent. I think we bought some the other day, five point three for one-year and nine-month treasuries. So, so, so that's an opportunity. Now, that's a nice safe investment for a year or two or six months or a short-term in money fund. That's a pretty good place to be in a situation like that. But that's putting. But if you look at the ten-year bond, as we talked about, the ten-year bond is about four point three percent. I'm not sure that's such a good buy because inflation is 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 up there, and if if this debt doesn't get out of control, there's going to be a problem. So you know you, you, the shorter-term opportunity because we have a more inflationary world. We're fighting three wars. That's inflationary. We saw inflation in World War II. We saw inflation in the Vietnam War, uh, and so. And we're making a change. What we did during during some of the other wars, the the uh, the, the, the Iraq War, 
in Afghanistan, we, we saw a lot of quantitative easing by the Federal Reserve. And so the Federal Reserve would just print money. Well, they can't print money anymore because everybody's watching the Fed. So it's shifting to fiscal spending. So over the last year, year or two, it's been massive, massive fiscal spending because inflation's going up. The Fed can't keep printing money. But so, so they, they're having to spend more on the fiscal side. This is why these deficits are going up. But the problem is it's, it's, it's going to start crowding out other investors like the mortgage market, homeowners, corporate America, small businesses. Small businesses are being hit with very high, high rate, rates because of the Fed. So if you went back to the 80s and this, this happened then, it wasn't at this level, but, but there was something called the bond vigilantes where they were saying, hey, look, we're not buying these treasuries. Do we look stupid? You people are printing money. You've got 8% inflation. Uh, we, we're not going to buy the bonds. And then it would force the government to say, whoa, we understand we're cutting spending, but until that is going to happen again. Okay, right now the Republicans and the Democrats are in, in budget talks. Well, likely you could see a push up in interest rates to try to force the hand of the government to say, look, you guys need to do something to control spending. And so coming into the fall, as we've talked about the wartime issues, after we talked about the three wars, after we talked about higher interest rates in, in, in the last Two years, rates have gone from zero to five on the short end. It's starting to slow down the economy. It's starting to hurt people. But, but we have uh, a, a we're, the budget negotiations. The question: Are we going to have a shutdown of the government? That's that's going to be negative for the markets. Looking forward, also we're having an auto strike. Keep in mind, we've already had UPS strike. Pilots are threatening to strike. Everyone's out there striking because they all need higher wages. Well, in that environment. That's not a deflationary environment when people are going on strike and asking for 40% over, was it, three or five years in a 32-hour work week. That, but they're not the only ones. Everyone else is watching the automakers to see what they get, and then they're going to want raises as well. And so that's going to be more inflation. So all of this stuff is hitting in the fall here. And so I think you have to be, you have to be higher. You know, inflation was going to go back to zero to 2% and we're all on our way. And all of a sudden people realize, wait a minute, oil and gas prices are up to $90 a barrel. And all these workers want, and the UAW wants a 40% wage increase over three to five years. They're realizing the inflation is not going away. So all of that stuff is starting to hit. Now, now we got an, uh, an, elect, uh, an election coming up. Okay, this is going to be the most divisive election since pre that, since the period before the Civil War. It, it is it, it is going to be very hotly contested. We we've done a lot of research on this. I'm not even going to some of the predictions on that. Uh, it is not good at all. Uh, it, it, the the Democrats, you know, the strategy seems to be indict everybody under the sun. If you're if you're Republican, find anything you can, indict them, come up with whatever. That is not that cheating. That's cheating. No one is going to believe this election is coming up. And now I think the state of California or or state of Oregon and and I think the New York uh, pension fund or something is is what it's one of these people that they're now suing Fox News because of the election coverage. So nobody can question the election. So you can basically just roll a semi truck up with fake ballots in and you can't say anything for the next election. This this is a recipe for a catastrophe in the United States of America. And I, th- I think we all have to understand that. Look, like I've heard both sides. You know, I leaned, I don't, I, there was really some deeply suspicious things in the last election I, to, to be as nice as possible and real concerns. And any normal government would have gone, whoa, 
We're not going to let that happen again. We're putting in all these programs to make sure we have an ironclad, safe, solid, reliable election. Instead, the answer was there was nothing wrong with the election for, tw- uh, for in the last presidential election. You can't say anything, and we're not going to change anything. So this is going to be extraordinarily divisive. Okay, People around the world don't want to be in countries that could break out into a civil war when the election goes badly. So this is, again, going to put more pressure on things. Now, if you're the Democrats, you want all these problems to kind of crop up right now with rates and stuff so you can maybe keep it down. If the market's going to sell down now, you prefer it to have a sell down now than right before the elections next year. So I, I think the fall is going to be a very tough time for the markets. And I, I think you want to continue to go with, as we talk, wartime economy, inflation, high rates. Those things, you take advantage of shorter-term bonds, high treasuries. You take advantage of commodities. You take advantage of of, of more stable demand, reasonably priced stocks are not easy to find out there. You take advantage of the precious metal sector. It, 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 those are opportunities that you look at. Now, let's take a look at, at the dollar. You know, recently, the dollar has gone up. And let me pull that up on the screen here. Uh, for a number of reasons, of very technical reasons, the dollar is going up. Uh, but just recently, it, it had a big sell down since about mid-year last year. But since June, the end of, of June, it's gone up. But the end, it went up 2.24%. And and it's up a little on the year. Interesting thing, gold, which the dollar goes up up two point two percent. Typically, gold drops off. So gold is up about uh, one tenth to point two percent, which it shouldn't be doing. And what that's telling you is is that there's huge demand. There's huge demand in China. There's huge demand in Japan now. We're seeing because they're concerned about inflation in Japan. Uh, they're losing control of of the of the interest rate curve there. Elsewhere in the world, uh, country, there, lots of people are buying gold. Uh, there, there's a lot of rumors that the new BRIC currencies are going to have a gold component to them, which would be it's going to be a more stable currency. Because remember, if you want all your savings in, in a currency where the government is basically spending money like a drunken sailor, or do you want to have some control where they can't keep spending money to be print, keep printing money? And if you have some type of gold thing. So I think gold is going to be an interesting thing. So there are areas of opportunity in here. If you look at some of the oil and gas stocks, very cheap. They probably might get some type of pullback in here there, but very cheap. $90 oil. These guys make a lot of money. Uh, most of them are price are pricey right now at, at, at very low cash flow levels. Uh, I was on Bloomberg, I, I think I, the average oil and gas company has about a 11 to 13% free cash flow yield in here. Uh, th- those are good numbers compared to sky-high technology stocks. If the, the, the stock market is up this year because of about seven stocks, which is your Apple, Amazon, uh, Microsoft, Facebook, Google, Tesla. I think I hit them all. Maybe missed one. But uh, those seven, those six or seven stocks have really pushed up the averages. It, 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 and so what we're seeing now is they're very highly priced. That the market capitalizations are massive. Well, look, 
Apple, with this situation in China, Apple's losing investment in China. Tesla could have some problems. Microsoft's dealing with issues on that. Uh, a lot of them are, are, are coming up. And so there's big issues. Everyone in the world is looking at U.S. technology. And they're suspicious elsewhere in the world because, because what if they get cut off like the Russians did? So they've got to have an alternate technology. So, so, so things aren't going as well. AI is, is, is a, AI is going to be interesting. The problem with AI is, is if you talk to people that really, really, really smart people, a lot of these people are scared half to death of AI. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it, 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 you live in a world I can start writing songs and just have nothing but songs that, you know, but make a few changes and, and, and come up with sort of a song and then say, hey, make a song out of this sounds like Bob Dylan. And all of a sudden, people that, that create things, they have no value because because everything's going to be artificially created. I think that's going to be problems. I, I, I think on so many levels, the artificial intelligence is going to be issues, but that's for another time. Uh, so what we're dealing with is there are opportunities in this market. There are ways there are ways to, quite frankly, get a pretty decent return with, with very little risk. But you have to understand it. It, it, it. You know, the average money managers out there is in a 60% stock, 40% bond portfolio, uh, you know, all piled into a big chunk of their portfolio into high, super high-priced technology stocks and long-term bonds in an inflationary world. Keep in mind, so far this year, bonds are down. Longer-term bonds are down. This is the third year in a row that bonds are down. The U.S. government longer-term bonds are down. That's never happened in the history of the United States of America for 250 years of borrowing. So that tells you something. That's a warning sign. And what it's saying is, wow, we're really concerned about inflation. Wow, how are we going to get this under control? If you look at if you look at the level of spending out there, it's truly out of control. They're really overspending. They're throwing too much money into into the green projects that you know there's they can't get workers they can't get engineers they can't get technical people they can't get the materials they're they're throwing too much money into into the uh defense area they can't find the engineers the people for that that you know we we can't, our factories are running at full blast and they just keep pouring money into these areas and, and so so, so we're dealing with real issues. You, I want you to understand, this is a different world than we lived in the past. If, if you just go look at the, I think somewhere I've got the, or do I still have it, the, the Fed funds uh, funds rate. Let me see. So, the, the Fed funds, which is a short-term uh payment of the, of the Fed. If you look at it going back to the 19... It goes back to 1955. In 1955, it's about 0.8%, and then it went up in 57 to 3, and then it went down to, to 6.8, and then went up to 3.9, and then it bottomed about 1% in 61, and then by 66, it was 5%, and it chopped around 5%, 6-7%. It shot up to 12. Inflation came in with, with, with the... Uh, with the Vietnam War, ultimately peaked at, at, at uh, 19%. Well, then it went down in some, and it bottomed in 80, about 3%, and then we went up to 3, 5%. I'm just giving you some ideas. Uh, with the, the 2001, 4%, and it went down to about 1.75, and then went up from 2006 to 5. Starting in 2009, this is important, it's, it went down to zero. It stayed at zero or 0.4 uh, up for the next Six years ultimately went up to 2%, and then it went back down to zero. 
if you look at, at 5,000 years of history, believe it or not, there's some reasonably good history on, on interest rates in the Bible and elsewhere. 5,000 years, there's never been a 10-year period where they had zero interest rates up until recently. And so what you want you, what you understand, that's been very good for stock prices and very good for asset prices. There's free money. That's come to an end. That's an outlier in 5,000 years. And so these people are piled up in the S&P 500 and long-term bonds. This is why we've had such losses last year in bonds, massive losses. We had massive losses in the stock market last year because people didn't know what they were doing. They didn't realize that that was changing. They didn't look and see, wow, we have three wars, and this is going to cause inflation. Well, they didn't see that the COVID with that with the 20% spending of GDP is going to cause inflation. They, you know, they didn't look back through history at all. Uh, it, it, they didn't know what they're doing. And so I think we're going to continue to have a market that's going to have to be much more proactive in and much more targeted and much more risk adverse. Uh, and until what, we're going to come back and talk more about that right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air... We're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512newmedia, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. In the 1970s, the big song was the Bee Gees stayed alive. Well, it was difficult back then to stay alive if you were a retiree. Inflation was running rampant, and since then, over the last 25 years, it's gone away. Well, inflation's coming back, and it's going to endanger your retirement. If you're a retiree, inflation is your biggest enemy. Hi, this is Ted Gioka of the Max Out Savings Show. If you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. Go to MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com, and we'll show you how you manage through inflation. Don't let inflation destroy your retirement. If you can snap your fingers, you can find this radio station. So the next time you want to listen to us, your smartphone is now your smart radio. We're always on. This is AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. And we have a call from John to 713-339-1070. Welcome to the Saving Show, John. 
Uh, yeah, Ted. Uh, you, uh, I would like to welcome you to the evening hour. I was listening to you this morning, and, of course, you were, were preempted by the Baylor game, so you had mentioned that you were going to be on at 5, but I just figured that was a rerun, and I was listening to you, and I went, well, that's not a rerun. So, anyway, um, yes. I'm happy to hear your voice. <laughs> hey, um, you spoke a couple of weeks ago about uh, inflation and um, how the Biden administration is trying to say, well, you know, inflation now is not 9%, it's only 3% or whatever. Ted, can you yeah. give me, and I'm, I'm going to try to ask this question, can you give me a correlation from, say, $100 bag of products in night? In 2022, and where inflation went from like from zero to one to two to three to nine, and now it is down to probably to, to five or six percent. What does that same bag of products cost now? Am I making myself clear? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a tough thing to answer. I, I, I've been kind of surprised uh, on I, I, I really how much stuff has gone up. I, I think it's about 25% uh, or more of the absence since the COVID yeah. up to now. It, it, and it, it, it's been pretty steep. And one thing to remember, too, John, is is when inflation goes down to 5% or, or 4%, that doesn't mean the price went down. That just means the, the, oh, the no. inc- price rate of increases didn't go it's slowing down and i think that's that i think 25 to 30 percent i'd say closer to 25 is is probably a number we're looking at okay now now when when they say for the month of september that inflation was at uh 5.6 does that mean it is 5.6 percent higher than the year before or yeah, yeah, that typically that that's what that, they, they'll come in, and I don't have the most recent numbers, but it's like uh, the CPI came in up a half a percent. I'm making this up now, and and, and the, the the CPI for the last twelve months is three point nine percent. So it so means it went up a half a percent this month, but then the, the last the trailing twelve is the three point nine or five or whatever whatever you hear. It, it peaked at about nine point two. Uh, I want to say last April. Somewhere in that time frame, which is th- th- those that's that. And keep in mind, this is a chain down inflation number that they really try to they, they really try to hedonically adjust to as oh, hedonic. Yeah. You know, they yeah. cut the the price of your computer goes down because it gets more powerful every year. So that, that's a really strong inflation. Yeah. Um, what I would like to see is for the dog Republicans to just to hammer that number home. But I don't think they even understand it. And if they could could tell the American public, hey, you're paying $130 for a bag of consumables that that you paid $100 for in 2020 or 2021, I think that would be such a selling point. But 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 hey, you know they're they're. They're completely useless. 
in my conservative. I, you know, John, I, I think they're trying to. I think they're starting to get it. I think they're really starting to pull together, and I, and I think it's going to continue to improve. Uh, I think they're realizing. I, I don't think they really realized what they were up against with the Democrats, uh, and, and I think they're now realizing it. I mean, you can see the way they're. I mean, the Democrats are just uh, ruthlessly using the justice system and the media to go after all t- uh, the Republicans. I think they're starting to understand they're in real trouble, and that, that's a real positive for us because. They, they've just been in a dream world. Yeah. Ted, are, are you seeing the, the CDs going up any higher? Uh, I, I think it, the CDs right now are going to be pretty good. If I had to, I think you, I think the, the longer longer part of the curve, the, the, the five to ten year is at more risk of going up. They, they might take it up one more time on the on on the uh, Fed on the Fed funds, the short term rates. But I think any time you can get over five percent, that's not a bad place to be short term. I, I, I worry more about long term bonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree one hundred percent. Well, hey. <laughs> It's nice to hear you in the after or in the evening, and I'm surprised that uh, that Charles hadn't called in and all your other bunch of buddies. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. Yeah, that we're doing this for the Baylor game, but thanks a lot, John. So hey, and, I, I think. Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, and in the future, uh, uh, if if you are preempted, I would love to hear your voice in in the evenings. You know, and, and you need to get that out there. Okay, I appreciate it. Thanks, John. Yeah, so it's kind of exciting to be on the, on the evening show. We've really built up Houston's top financial radio show. I think it might be the top top show on the weekends on t- on uh, ten seventy, and and so. But yeah, this is. I mean, uh, uh, John Makeup's good point. Look, this inflation is real; it's here to stay. And so, I, I think I think you've got to kind of continue to protect yourself from it. Uh, I, I think this is. I think it's going to be interesting how to, how this plays out. I, you know, I, I do think it, if we start getting some declines in payroll, I, I think we could see. I could we could see the rates drop. It'll be real exciting. But then I think p- people are going to realize this is not going to go down quickly with this level of spending. And I think that's not well understood out there. I mean, this this level of spending is a truly extraordinary. That that the government, as I said earlier, uh, we're, we're fighting three wars right now. Okay, wars are inflationary. I know. I, I, I was just looking up. You know, during the Vietnam War, uh, if, if you remember that, uh, the, the our, our spending really. It never. It was about five percent, kind of at its worst, five and a half maybe of GDP. I mean, we're doing we're doing seven eight right now. It's probably going to be closer to six percent by year end of deficit to GDP, and that's as far as the eye can see. It just gets worse, and so you have to protect yourself. And and, and I think I think there's a storm coming this fall. Now there's there's a possibility this market just turns and has a massive blow up top, you know, which which, which brings in some other things. But it but and we're going to get you to where you. You need to be on this. We try to bring all this to you. The, the thing that makes this complicated is there's so many people in there trying to prevent what's going to happen. So the question is, how does this all play out? And that's what that's what I think we're going to catch. So in this environment, there's a tremendous amount of uncertainty. Some of the top, the, the people that have made more money than anyone else in the markets in the last 25, 30 years, they're, they're like, look, this is very uncertain, kind of for the reasons what I'm saying here. So, so what you want to do is you want to spread out the risk of your assets into different asset classes reduce the risk because it's so unknown. You know, if China, use, if, if Russia uses that tactical nuke, what's going to happen at that point in time? If, if China invades, 
into Taiwan. What's going to happen there? If if, if people start being real pushback on this government spending and they come up with a massive trade deficit and interest rates in the longer and jump up to, say, 6%, what's going to happen then? Uh, If this auto strike goes on, for longer than expected, what happens then? Uh, you know, it, it just it, it, it's a lot of things out there. If inflation starts taking off again, so so in that environment, you spread your risk out until we until we get until we we're sure exactly how it's going to play out. And, and, and again, I, I'll go up against anyone in predicting how some of these things have blown up over the last twenty five years. I, I think our record. Yeah, you know, I, I learned from one of the top strategists on Wall Street was my mentor. Uh, deep, uh, friend, a personal friend of mine, and I studied every single thing he did. I learned when he said the market was going to crash in 87 and explained the portfolio. Interest. No one at the firm believed him but, but myself and my partner. And so we've been able to understand this probably better than anybody. And, and so I, I do think we've got these issues really coming up and going to continue to watch. So again, in that environment, look, what I just said is, well, there's a lot of concern. You want to be spread out. You want to reduce your risk. You know, you might be a little worried about what I say. But look, if you can go park your money money in money funds and get close to 5%, hey, that's not a bad place to be. It's not like in the past, you know, a couple of years when if you, if you reduce your risk, you got nothing. You're getting 5% for no risk. Get 5% for two years on treasury. So, so there are, there are, it's not like, you know, that's not a bad place to be. You know, it's kind of like, you know, the Br'er Rabbit. You know, please don't throw me in the briar patch where I'm protected. You know, it's a good place to be. So I do. I think the precious metals, the commodities, different stocks, a bit, but it's, you know, that that's that's the things you, you want to kind of, kind of understand right now. By the way, I wanted to just touch base. I talked about this earlier on the, sh- uh, on the show this morning, but I want to run it by, again, Roth IRAs, a good way to go. You can convert your part of your IRA into a Roth. It becomes tax-free. Now, you have to pay taxes on it. Now, one thing to also remember is, let's say if you're coming up, you're retiring next year, you're 64 years old, uh, you convert into a Roth IRA, uh, understand that that that's going to create a big tax uh, hit for you. You're going to have a very high high income, and then you're going to get hit with with Medicaid. Your Medicaid is going to go up because they they look at your last two years of income. So it, it's a little complicated. We had a question, and it was actually a lot. I looked it up, and there was a bunch of different conflicting things on this. But if you convert to an IRA and you're over the age of 59 and a half, you can start taking money out for your retirement right away if you're over age 59 and a half. If you're under, you have to wait five years or pay a 10% penalty on it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the key is, of course, you got the five-year rule, but just remember about the Medicare adjustment. It's two years of the prior income. Another interesting thing is, let's say, Okay, maybe this, this, okay, this might, this would be very rare, but I'm going to bring it up. Let's say you're living in Texas and you're thinking of, you're retiring and you're going to retire and move to California. Well, keep in mind, there's higher taxes in California. So if you live in Texas, you can convert your, your IRA, uh, you, to a Roth IRA in Texas and then move to California and use your income, which will be tax free at the lower bracket over there. Now, uh, uh, unfortunately, everybody's moving from Texas, from California to Texas. But but that that's something to kind of think about. The Roths really make a lot. It, it, it can be real interesting if you're moving into a high tax area you, when you're living in Texas or low cash. You, you convert your IRA to a Roth and move it over. Uh, something to think about. 
uh, with, with the Roth IRAs. Uh, and remember, you got the the the, the money uh, beneficiary uh, Roth and beneficiaries, and now you have to take the funds out within ten years. Uh, that's a, that's a change, so something to think about. Anyway, a couple things. Uh, we're going to be writing a lot about this, what we talked about in the Max Out Savings Report. This is, we're typically not on Friday so I, 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 at 5 o'clock, excuse me. Uh, so so we put out once a month, we put out a Max Out Savings Report. We write about these issues. Everything from Roth IRAs to why the, why uh, an investment bank was going to fail in 2007 and laid out the balance sheet. So very complicated thing. It made it very simple. We we you know write about the, the the wars, the wartime economy. All of that's in the Max Out Savings Report. It's a, it's a free report. We're not going to call you up. We don't bother you. Just give put give us your email. It will put you on the list. Uh, we we put some pretty interesting things on there. And if you need some help with with your with your IRA rollover, if you have an old IRA or inheritance, something you need some help with, uh, give us a call at Max, at Max Out Savings Advisors. You can go to the website, Max Out Savings, Max Out Savings with an S Advisors, and uh, request an appointment. I'll sit down with you here. We're here in Houston, Texas. Our office is over by the Galleria. I'd like to help you if you need some help. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. But remember our motto and philosophy also, which is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. You know, I appreciate everyone listening to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, my name is Ted Gioka, and I uh, hope you listen. We typically we're on 10 o'clock on Saturdays and uh, Sundays at 7 again. And I uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.